0: episodes of us sitting talking I'm surprised we're not on episode 135. one hundred and thirty five one <laughs> thousand
1: <laughs> and thirty five
0: yeah so welcome back uh we are in flying form this week um enjoy I'm enjoying the sunshine you're enjoying your day off I'm enjoying
1: my rainy day off it is so great and you're it's having a rain. pajama day I'm having a pajama day yeah, having a pajama yeah. Day. I am literally putting all our patreon viewers through me sitting in my pajamas
0: yeah well at least they're nice pajamas they're 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 they're, they're nice they're loungy pajamas they
1: are yeah they're They're not the pajamas i slept in i don't sleep in pajamas (laughs) because i would die (laughs) with the heat if i did they're they're sitting around pajamas
0: and they're nice they are really nice Mm -hmm. okay so this week we are really excited to have a question well it's more of a Dear Brenda and Christina, kind of dear keto sisters type letter. Somebody who is facing a difficult situation and wants to know our thoughts on it. So it's it's not it's not really a keto food diet related thing. It's more the things that we've been talking about about mindset, about looking after yourself. So it's more in that genre, uh, which I think is it's it's a hugely important topic. We can talk about food recipes keto till the cows come home but the fact is that if you don't look after your mind and your soul your emotions then no amount of dieting is going to keep that weight off forever because you know we were only talking about it earlier on today Mm -hmm. uh, about emotional eating
1: yeah Yeah. and
0: how if you don't tackle those demons if you don't identify and this is you know this is this woman really has made a huge leap forward because she's identified a source of emotional eating
1: yeah and wants
0: help with how to how to sort it but if you don't sort out those issues you're gonna put weight back on
1: well this is it because you like we've talked about it before and it's something that we're really passionate about because Mm -hmm. we're coming from a place where we both do it emotional eating is a big thing for us comfort eating and you know and like i was saying to you earlier i'm still doing it yeah i still recognize i or i recognize now that i am still doing it um, I'm still comfort eating. It's keto, but I'm still looking to mm-hmm. food to make me feel better. Yeah. So we're delighted to be doing our first 2020 Q&A from a yep. listener um, around this topic because it is something that's really kind of close to both our experiences and life. Very much.
0: Okay, so Brenda, do you want to read out the email then?
1: So I won't read the whole thing because it, it's kind of like an emotional dump for the Definitely. person as well. You know, kind of right, going so- into a lot of details. They don't want to be, you know, um, they don't want the shout out or they don't want anything like that. They just All want right, so to it's to anonymous. The subject. Yeah. So it's basically... Um, A woman Mm -hmm. who's on her keto journey Mm -hmm. Um, she's been doing really really well but still has a pain point that she's trying to deal with and that's I suppose something that everybody every one of us can recognize when we have a partner or you know somebody in our life that's actually causing Mm -hmm. uh, a negative effect so this is um, her husband who is unhappy in his own life in that He hates going out to work every morning he doesn't have he's near retirement okay he only has like i think about two years left Mm -hmm. to retire so it's going to be a long two years if you hate that job yeah so he's bringing that toxic kind of environment home oh dear and jumping all of that at home and i suppose when people are in that situation they pass an awful lot of the blame onto somebody else. Mm. They look for somebody else to blame, or they're looking to put their happiness in somebody else's hands mm. rather than dealing with it themselves. So she's dealing with the situation where she's trying to kind of, I suppose, give a piece of her to make him happy.
0: Okay. So she's trying to make him feel better, even though it's yeah. not within her control.
1: Exactly. Okay. Exactly yeah so it's something that it was his decision you know it's his decision to go out the door every morning but it has come back on her and he i suppose he's looking for her to make him feel better
0: Uh, he's probably stuck he's probably stuck in in that job because nobody's going to hire somebody who's two two years away from retirement he's probably got pension plan wrapped up in that job and it's just not possible for him to move
1: yeah yeah so it, I suppose in everybody's life, um, there is somebody who is kind of like a sapper of energy. Oh, an you know, energy it, black hole. Yeah, an energy black hole, um, and it's very difficult because that's purely emotion, emotional kind of. It's almost like emotional. It's black a manipulation. Men. It's, it's, a, it's an energy
0: yeah. manipulation. You know, so when you're in the position where. You are not happy about some element of your life. In this case, this guy doesn't like his job. He can't see a way out because he has retirement. So he's stuck. He knows he's stuck. And he's clearly deeply unhappy. And she says she knows he's unhappy with it. Yeah. And she also acknowledges that he doesn't realize that he is putting her responsible for his happiness.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So...
0: You know, I'm, I'm a huge believer in the fact that we only have a finite amount of energy every day. And for those of us like yeah. you and I, those of us who are introverts, we need time alone to recharge our energy. Extroverts Absolutely. need other people to recharge their energy. But we can choose to give that energy away or we can choose to keep it for ourselves. But the problem is, I think for a lot of us, is that we're never taught that. We never thought that concept. Yeah. So, you know, if, if as as a child, when you're growing up, if a parent is angry at you, your automatic instinct is to do whatever you can to make that parent not angry at you. And it's very instinctual. But for most of us, nobody ever explains to us that other people's feelings are not our responsibility Unless we've been like particularly
1: rude or mean or something, then that's (laughs) completely different. (laughs) Yeah, unless you do something directly to hurt somebody. What you're talking about there is when somebody wakes up in the morning and makes a decision of of how their day is going to go, that's not your responsibility. If it goes badly for them, that's not your responsibility and it's not your responsibility to try and make it Mm -hmm. better for them. Now, if you want to help them, if there's a way you can help them, that's fine. But emotionally, you're not responsible for how that person feels. So you're also not responsible for how that person thinks about you or feels about you directly. Yeah, so when you realize that, it can give you the freedom to actually give that energy or keep it for yourself. Yeah, because
0: a lot of us are in the position that we're... We, we give it away without realizing we're giving it away. So, you know, this guy yeah. is probably coming, before he goes out in the, to work in the morning, he's probably already telling himself a story about how the day's gonna go and how crappy it's gonna be. So he's already yeah. feeling the feelings he would feel in that situation, which means he's living yeah. a crappy job 24 seven. Because it's not when he's yeah. not in it, he's thinking about it. So I can yeah. understand why she would want to try and make him feel better because it's miserable for her you know being in that environment yeah. being being around somebody who completely saps your energy and then blames you for their bad mood is just exhausting it's mentally and emotionally yeah. exhausting
1: yeah and particularly if we don't really know this woman's background to like to that extent that we could actually pinpoint Like you said, if you grew up in an environment, in a household where uh, there was a volatile parent and you had to do everything to keep that parent happy so that there wasn't any kind of emotional strain or, you know, kind of outbursts or, you know, um, you become a people pleaser from that situation, from that scenario. You become a people pleaser and that way, because you are like that, you give all your energy Yeah way to making people happy so that your situation so that yeah. you can make yourself safe but what you you don't realize you're doing is that you're actually giving away all that energy you're giving away the energy that you need to actually remove yourself from that emotional situation yeah you're just and making you do it, worse. it automatically
0: because it's like it, it's a self blame. Yeah. so when somebody else is annoyed you automatically say what did i do wrong what yeah you know is exactly. it my, it's my fault and then you know even if they reassure you and they say i will stubbed my toe and I'm I'm really annoyed that I stubbed my toe it's like oh wow, yeah. how can I make you feel better when in actual fact it should be just a pattern yeah. they're there we've all done it
1: but for, yeah, exactly. for a lot of people who have yeah.
0: grown up as you said in in an environment where there is a volatile and emotionally volatile parent those that responsibility that feeling of responsibility can be almost hysterical like it, it can get to the point where yeah you feel almost hysterical at at the, the the feeling and the thought that you can't help that person change their mood that you should be able to do something to make that person happier or to change the mood change the energy yeah when in fact it's nothing yeah nothing to do with you at all
1: absolutely yeah nothing to do with you and the, no. you can't actually fix it you you, you can't ha- so i i suppose in a way um mm. you do it to yourself as well so you're like okay i feel bad I how something. do i fix it what's going to make me feel good so you turn to yeah. food this is what i do you turn to food you're looking rather than trying to just calm your mind and say it's fine it's only momentarily it's it's like. 10 seconds out of your day you're going to ruin the rest of your day but by this 10 seconds so what you're trying to do is rather than trying to focus on the feeling and then just getting rid of it you're trying to make yourself feel better physically rather than mentally so you you don't want
0: to feel it and and it's again it goes back to that yeah you know childhood thing of adults simply not teaching children that it's okay to feel feelings and that they're not permanent and that they go yeah so i think The best thing for this lady to do will be to protect her own energy, to find a way to protect her energy. And I think the very first step is the realization that you are not responsible for how he feels. Because even if you did everything possible to make him happy, he still has to get up and face that shitty job that he hates. So he's still going to be miserable.
1: Yeah. He's he's still working through scenarios in his head before he goes out the front door. There's nothing you can do. You can't. You're not you, unless you actually have mind control. And if you do, get in touch. We'd like to we'd like to trademark that. <laughs> but um, yeah. Or you know, the thing is, he doesn't see. I suppose he's coming to the end. And I remember uh, our father. I can imagine. Yeah, I remember our father had this whole analogy, and I think about it a lot. Um. When you're coming near the end of something and you're kind of you start to lose patience and you become really frustrated so he always described it as prisoners yeah and why they break out from prison or try to break out when they've only got like two weeks left yeah because they're so close to the end but they actually cannot do the last two weeks of their stretch because they're so close they just they can't wait they just want it so bad that they actually mess up and could end up back in prison for another couple of years because they tried to break out
0: but which would probably feel like a bit of a relief because then you don't have that anticipation because you've got rid end. of that
1: feeling yeah. Yeah, yeah you've got so I suppose the frustration on on his part is that he's so close to the end
0: mm.
1: you know that not it's quite there not quite there but so the frustration is probably really building up and getting worse and worse. So, yeah. and this is probably an awful lot to do with his self, uh, talk, how he's talking to himself oh, for sure, for in sure. his head and this con, this horrible conversation he's obviously having with himself over and over and over again. And yeah. she really needs to realize that she literally has no control over that.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, th- she can have a conversation where, you know, you could say, what about naming five things in your job that you enjoy because i mean i'm sure there are elements of the job that he enjoys i mean i think uh, we don't want to be too specific but he works with people yeah he's he he well from what she said he he enjoys that part of it you know working with people so simply writing down i like working with people so yeah looking at the positives and focusing on even five small elements of the job even if it's the fact that well you know my office building is right next door to a place sells really good coffee that's a positive yeah and finding the positives you know we always say where energy goes energy flows energy grows right yeah. so it it can be it can cause quite a big mind shift and and um feelings shift to focus on the positive because then you see more of the positive. But I'd say this guy is just looking at the bare facts of the things that annoy him and it's just gone around yeah. in his head over and over and over and over. He's allowing
1: it to fester. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, exactly. He's allowing to... And I suppose it, it's going to be a vicious cycle for the two of them. Yeah. In that I'm sure she also has these scenarios going around in her head of what it's going to be like when they get home in the evening the two of them yeah. and she already has it in her mind that this is going to happen that's going to happen because it always does so by the time she gets home she kind of has this energy this negative energy vibe coming from her yeah and they're probably mirroring each other oh
0: for sure constantly oh me and fabio do that all
1: the time they're pushing negative energy towards one another so all that's gonna happen like two magnets they're just gonna bounce off each other and repel and it's probably i suppose if it takes one person so she's now in the mindset that she knows that this is going on and she's kind of asking you know how can she kind of i suppose make it better Yeah. yeah make it better so any lifestyle coach well and i suppose about not lifestyle but any kind of coach around these sort of things will tell you when two people live together they end up mirroring one yeah. another so your behavior is being mirrored back at you through him and then his behavior is being mirrored back through yeah. her so if they have this constant negativity flowing from each other that's the environment that they're creating yeah, that's true so if If she manages to make the first step of working on herself to not project that negative energy. So
0: maybe what she can do instead then is to every day write five things about him that she appreciates. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm sure, you know, if he's near in retirement, they might, they've probably been married for a very long time. uh, If they met when they were young as well. There's there's, there's a good possibility that they've been together a long time.
1: So... And probably kids there as well. She didn't mention anything about that. So I'd say there's probably a couple of kids there or something.
0: Yeah, I mean, there are benefits in focusing your energy on the positivity. So if she, instead of trying to get him to see the positive in his job, if she focuses on the positive things about him that she loves and she appreciates, where energy flows, energy grows. So he will start to mirror... Those feelings of affection, those feelings of love, those feelings of appreciation, she'll get more of that mirrored back because he'll see it from her. So that that's probably yeah. the, the best course of action to take is every day write five things. And it can be the same five things over and over. It doesn't have to be five different things. Yeah. <laughs> As much as we love our husbands, we'd quickly
1: run... There's not that much. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be honest. You'd end end up writing, oh, no, hang on a sec. That's not a good thing. I actually hate that thing. about you know. Then you end up with a complete list of five negative things that drive you mad. Yeah,
0: so you can repeat the same (laughs) things over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And just really take the time to notice them and appreciate them. Like, you know... Does he have a good sense of humor? Is he good at sport that you really admire, or what? Whatever it is about him, mm, just write down five things every day, and I promise you that will make a big difference.
1: Yeah, that yeah. sounds like a plan. That sounds like a good plan, actually.
0: I'm glad she took the time to to write into us because it, it you know, it's a very it's a vulnerable position to put yourself in. You know, you're talking about something really yeah. important. But I also think that she needs to kind of clap herself on the back for coming to this realization because if you have, as we suspect, grown up with a parent who's not emotionally mature, emotionally um, stable enough to be able to teach you these things that, you know, that all adults should know that, you know, other people's feelings are not your responsibility. I think that coming to that realization, that's not your responsibility and I mean her question was how do I protect my energy and I think realizing that he's taking that energy without her permission and that it's not something that ultimately she's responsible for kudos
1: yeah absolutely and like you say reaching out is about such a personal thing you know people don't talk about really I suppose it's particularly in this day and age, it's all about perception of what your life actually is. But every, like, I mean, if exactly like, you know, oh, like we're the Instagram couple or, you know, but no behind closed doors, every couple has the same problems, the same issues. When you live with somebody long enough, Oh, yeah. You, yeah, exactly. You are going I'm making to, a, a just, ringing motion. There will a be pain.
0: Motion just for anybody who's not watching. Yeah,
1: ringing neck mo- It's it's like that scene if you've ever seen that movie, War of the Roses. Oh yeah where she eventually says to him if I even have to look at you or every time I look at you I just want to punch your face in like you know it's a great scene because he goes well go on then and she does she punches him like you know and there are days where that happens and anybody who says otherwise is lying because living in close quarters with somebody for a long long time there are things about them that's going to annoy you you know socks lying on the floor you know kind of yeah, things stupid things like that, you know, putting the dishes in the sink when the dishwasher's sitting beside or, it, and...
0: or restacking the dishwasher that you've just stacked because it's not right.
1: Oh, I do that. I I, I do that. Sorry, I go in and do that. I restack the dishwasher. <laughs> but you see, because things don't, don't wash properly, do I completely... justify. That. <laughs> do not attempt to it I just like I I. On one hand, I give out that I have to do the dishwasher every time, but on the other hand, I do go in and fix it. I'm like looking at him load the dishwasher going, that's not gonna wash properly if you put it in like that. <laughs> like, so I, I have my own worst enemy because I actually moan that he's not finished stacking the dishwasher, but yet when he does, I'm looking at him going, I'm so judging and he, he probably wants stacking to punch abilities. your face
0: in. Like he really probably does.
1: <laughs> probably, yeah, probably, yeah. So. Yeah,
0: but there's, of course, every, if you live with somebody there are there are nobody who is insta perfect at all no at all no and um it it, but the important thing to 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 realize and to make peace with is that if you are being a good person to your partner and you are being a supportive partner and loving ultimately you are not responsible beyond that for how they feel right exactly because you could be really loving and caring towards them. They could be horrible towards you. But that's not your yeah. responsibility. It's your responsibility to protect yourself from it, for sure. Yes. But to change how they feel, no. And it—it's there's a lot written about it. It's called codependency. And I think a lot of it, I, from what I've read, from the literature I've read about it and the books that I've read, it does stem from people who have been parented, by somebody who wasn't emotionally stable or who was particularly volatile. And as you said, yeah. the child gets scared and needs to yeah. fix it immediately. So mum or dad is not scared But it's a protection thing. Exactly, exactly.
1: Yeah, it's a protection thing. They're, they, you're building a shield to protect yourself. How do I protect myself? I make this person yeah. happy. I make yeah. it go away. You know, that's how I protect myself. You don't, you know, you don't actually have the capability to go, This is not my problem and it is not my responsibility to fix how this Mm -hmm. person feels. Like if you say that to yourself over and over, like if you take the time for that couple of seconds when something happens to stand back and go, it's not my Mm -hmm. responsibility to fix, to fix this. It can make all the difference. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So I hope we've given you and our anonymous emailer. I hope we've given you enough advice to go on um, the most important thing is to protect your own energy in whatever way you can.
1: That's it. Yeah because you will turn it around on yourself and sabotage everything that you have that you're working for and that you've achieved to date. And we all know yeah. we do it. You'll yeah. turn to food and you'll exactly. comfort eat. Exactly. Yeah. All yeah.
0: right. well thank you everybody for tuning in to Keto Sisters this week we would encourage you to go over to our facebook page and comment on the thread we're going to start a thread for episode 35 and tell us how do you protect your energy yeah please do
1: please go to our facebook page don't forget to like it <laughs> while you're there yeah yeah like it while okay you're there. everybody mm-hmm. you see, see you then next week thumbs up bye okay bye If you liked this episode please leave us a review on itunes and don't forget to subscribe if you'd like to support us you can head on over to patreon or alternatively you can buy us a cup of tea by using the link in the show notes also don't forget to check our blog for regular updates so until next time keto on keto sisters